What is up, guys? We are Dudes Next Door. Say your names. My name's DJ Mitchell, and I'm a professional at humming. And my name is Dakota Matheny, and it's illegal to lick doorknobs on other planets. My name is Devin, and Ole Miss is dog water at football. And um, today, we are finally going over something I know we're all excited about. The entire six-part series of Loki. Oh, man, I've been waiting for this. We're actually a little late on it. Decided to push postpone it for a little bit, but today is the day. And that now is your PSA, if you haven't watched the series, to please go Fuck now, off. stop us, Fuck off and go watch the series. Binge it. It's all on Disney Plus. You can do it in a day and then come back to us. Yeah, you can do it in like four, four and a half hours. If, and if you, you know, can't afford Disney that, Plus, then get your weight up, pussy. That, I was going to say just illegally stream it. but Or, or just illegally that, stream it. <laughs> like, uh, like we do all our UFC fights. Uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry, Dana White. Dana White's knocking on our door. If, if, uh, if you're listening, that was a joke. Kind of. We we totally only pay for one pass though. <laughs> anyway, finally, man, Loki. I've been waiting for this. I love I love the series so much. This is such a good series. This is one of the best things that like Marvel has ever put out, in my opinion. Uh just to just to start off, I did read <laughs> something the other day. Tom Hiddleston said he will play Loki the rest of his life if they give him the opportunity. <laughs> oh shit. And that's what we need. That's what Marvel needs is a um, is actors to kind of say like that. Could you I know imagine like, if Loki was American? It, it wouldn't work. <laughs> no, Tom, it, Tom Hiddleston is is so perfect. I mean, the closest thing we've seen to an American Loki is Matt Damon <laughs> in Thor Ragnarok. Fuck Matt Damon. <laughs> so, and it was weird then. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, with the. With with you know uh, Chris Evans and Tony and not Tony, yeah Tony Stark but Robert Downey Jr. leaving and Scarlett Johansson I feel like the MCU needs him and he's become so popular with the fan base and everything Loki has grown he's huge now and I love him he's probably my second favorite Marvel character at the moment and uh, yeah I think I think the MCU kind of needs him especially after the series and how good it was yeah. they did something with the series. Like, if it wasn't for this series, Marvel would have tanked this year because Black Widow. I kind of agree. Yeah, the best thing that would have came out of this year would have been the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And it was good, but compared to Loki, Loki's better. Yeah, I didn't think it was nowhere near Loki. Oh, well, as I, I, I was telling someone earlier in the week, Falcon and Winter Soldier, someone had said that, like, it was the best one. It was better than Loki, it was better than WandaVision. I was like, Falcon and Winter Soldier was a really good show. I enjoyed every episode. But, like, in terms of importance, Loki's the most important TV show that they put out. Loki just had so much feeling in, like, just touching it. Like, how, how'd y'all feel as soon as, like, Loki came in and it was the first thing he introduced was the TVA? Like, we, we weren't for sure where Loki went and, like, they introduced the TVA. How'd y'all feel about that first bit? I. I was really, I mean, there was so many questions to be answered after episode one. I mean, like like we're talking about, episode one, you know, it's called Glor- Glorious Purpose. And, you know, he gets arrested by the TVA, uh, you know, obviously at the end, of end, not the end, but in the middle of Endgame, he steals a Tesseract that wasn't supposed to happen, you know. Uh, and he gets arrested by the TVA, and you go to this, it's such a different side of Marvel. <laughs> it, it's such a different take on it. 
I feel like with the TVA and how they ran and how nothing, absolutely, there's no magic in the TVA. I thought that was out of everything, you know, you know, we'll get to it later on, you know, who's behind it all and how they're doing it and, and all this. But out of everything, the TVA was so powerful that nothing magical could even work there. Not Infinity Stones, you know, the Tesseract, Loki's powers, nothing ha- nothing was, nothing could could work there that was any type of magical or, or anything like that. And I thought that was, that was mind-blowing just in episode one. Yeah, that's a crazy thing to try to take in, that nothing magical yeah, can we've activate learned- or nothing. It's crazy. We've learned for 10 years that the Infinity Stones are the most powerful things in the entire universe. You know, for the MCU. I'm not talking about comic book standards. I'm not, you know, all caught up on that. Okay, so don't rip my head off there. But from the MCU standpoint, it's the Infinity Stones, and they're using them as paperweights in the TVA. Shout out to Casey, by the way. Yeah, shout out to Casey, who's going to get gutted like a fish by Loki. Yeah, what's a fish? <laughs> but yeah, Glorious Purpose, the first episode. I was hooked from the start, man. I loved it. I loved the first episode. Instantly fell in love with uh, Owen Wilson as Mobius. Oh, just what a fantastic job he did. And instantly, you know, I loved the. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of action in episode one. There was a lot of like little comedic parts, especially, you know, when he gets his. Loki gets his, um, you know, his Asgardian you know, suit or, you know, his leather armor, like, ripped off and then put in a TVA variant outfit. And then he has a sign for every, you know, word he's ever said. And then uh, whenever he goes through and it's like, are you a robot? <laughs> Do people not know when they're robots? And you'd be surprised. Like, Yeah, I love that part, too. And then they, um, they take him in front of Judge Rens. Well, no, before he gets to Judge Renslayer, um, you know, the dude that he got arrested with or uh, got brought at the same time as him, he gets pruned right in front of Loki. Yeah. He's like searching for his ticket because <laughs> the dude didn't have his ticket. Loki's searching for his, make sure he doesn't get pruned. But yeah, it was, there was like, there was a whole lot of little com- comedic relief and, and all that. The thing I loved most about this episode was when Mobius and Loki sit down and they go over Loki's life. That was just, oh, that yeah. was great. I love every minute of that. And it was also good for, you know, some people, they didn't follow the MCU in phase one, two, and three. So this was a good time to, like, set up what's happened, what's going forward. And then just like, hey, Loki is a a very important character from, from the beginning. You know, 2012, whenever he was the main antagonist in Avengers, he was still a really main character. Granted, he didn't appear in every movie like some other characters, but at the same point in time, it's called the MCU. It's about the superheroes. It's not about the anti-heroes or the villains so much. So, like, our friend Trey, he he doesn't know <laughs> shit about anything MCU. Y'all shit on Trey every time we talk about no, it. No, like, he, he doesn't. He doesn't follow it nearly to the level we do, but this, this would be a good series for him to get into it if he ever, you know, decided to do it instead of having to watch 18, 20, 22 movies. He told me uh, as soon as I started watching Seven Deadly Sins that he would watch Loki. Probably have to take him up on it. I want him to watch Loki really bad. I think he'd like it. I want you really to watch Seven it. Deadly Sins really bad. Yeah, I probably will eventually. You know, I'll get there. But on to the watch, second episode. I still got to watch the buddy games. Hang on. I, there's still a couple of things I want to touch on. What's up in the first one that I just, I'm trying to think of something I just really liked. Even okay, so we progressed so far in the first episode. I felt like it's, things were moving kind of, you know, 
at a quick pace. Loki goes from arguably getting arrested in New York, still, um, you know, a madman, you know, at that point, still wanting to rule, uh, you know, Midgard, which is Earth. And, um, you know, by the end of the episode, Moba is asking in the middle, you know, what makes Loki tick? You know, who is he? Why does he want you look like you enjoy hurting people? And by the end, Loki is is broken down into, you know, he doesn't. He says that, you know, it's it's a um, it's it's a it's a desperate uh, illusion made by the weak to show power or something like that. Or to or to, uh, don't quote me on that. I can't remember the exact quotation that Loki said, uh, but it was something along those lines. But it was basically just his um, his way of, of trying to stay in charge and to look powerful. Yeah, exactly. And, you know. Even though that that you know that's a fictional character talking about his own insecurities, that applies to a lot of historical. Yeah, that, imp- and, that applies to a lot of stuff. Like and current figures. Even yeah, even current day things. That is, it's a, it's just like a desperate charade by of the weak to you know powerful or something like that. I'd have to go back and listen to it again, but um, but yeah, and then um, yeah, that was pretty much the first episode is the introduction, you know. Everybody who loves the MCU is automatically hooked, man. You're just getting a whole new look at a whole new world. The TVA, the timekeepers, you're wondering when you're going to get to see them. You know, Loki was fantastic in this episode. Everybody, before the Loki came out, everybody was worried about Owen Wilson and playing Mobius. And if you would Owen Wilson it the fuck up, you know. Yeah. It was absolutely wow. fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. But yeah, yeah. DJ, why don't you, DJ, why don't you lead us in episode two? Um, Which is called the variant, by the way. And at the end, at the beginning, they start looking for his. Oh, and at the, at the end of the first episode, forgot to touch on this. They tell him that he they are looking for himself. They are looking for a variant Loki that is on the run and they is killing TVA agents. So, my biggest thing with episode two is Sylvie is a bad ass boy. Hmm. I'm just saying Loki ain't got shit on female Loki or Sylvie. Oh, so it's weird that they call her Sylvie, but Loki, she's a Loki. Well, she she ended up naming herself. I'm not sure. They didn't go over whether, I'm not sure if they went over, if that's what they called her before she got taken and she just kind of kept it, or if she just renamed herself. I think she just renamed herself. Uh. Yeah, I mean, it could have also just been, like, she, it could have been a coping mechanism. Like, mm-hmm. So she she knew that, okay, basically the only reason I'm on the run and my entire reality was destroyed is because I'm a Loki. So if I don't go by Loki, then it kind of helps deal with the trauma of having lost all that. Do you think there's something more behind her story? Because I don't think she's giving us at all what's really going on. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm sure there is. You know, Kevin Feige and the big wigs at Marvel do love to throw, you know, curves and, you know, surprises. I feel like her story is going to be completely different as the show progresses. Like, Selton's going to come up. I, well, I like, I'm ready to see how her character's going to progress. In, in the comics. Like, Lady Loki and Sylvie, two different characters in the comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sylvie was also known as the Enchantress. So a lot of people, like, even though they said, oh, we're hunting a female Loki, whenever she came out and said her name was Sylvie and she enchanted people, 
a lot of people just assumed that that was Marvel's take on the Enchantress. Mm-hmm. So. Hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I think there's definitely a lot more to Sylvie than what you know. We've seen a lot. I feel like during this little time span, man, Loki's a, a show that I wish could have a, a part, a part A and a part B because I wasn't ready for it to be over. And I feel like like DJ was kind of getting at was we're just kind of I feel like scratching the surface of what Sylvie Lady Loki even really is or who she is. And I would love to see more about her. It's just the 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 tandem that her and Loki made towards the end of the show was just fantastic. And I hope eventually they make their way into the MCU movies. But, you know, we'll elaborate more on that later. Uh, but yeah, I think the variant episode two is like my second favorite episode of the whole thing. So that's the one where it starts out in Oshkosh, right? Um, at, at the that, very beginning. Yes. That Renaissance Festival. Yes, that Renaissance Festival in the 80s. 70s or 80s? Yeah. 80s. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's where it starts. Lady Loki comes in, kills a bunch of TVA agents, and, you know, they go there after that. They're showing all the different variants of Loki's, the ones to look out for. <laughs> uh, there's like a Hulk looking Loki, like a monster Loki. Yeah. That was one that caught everybody's eye. Um, there was a. There's. The like straight up frost giant Loki. Frost, just, yeah, the frost giant Loki. Um, yeah, and this that episode with Loki and like um, you know becoming pretty much a TV age at that point was just was fantastic. I loved his enthusiasm. He was really liking it. He just wanted Loki. Just wanted you know purpose for people to be proud of him. That's that's really all he ever wanted. And uh, Mobius was giving it to him. And it was, and it, was, it was great to watch them work together. Yeah, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, what was the hunter's name that Loki kidnapped? Was it C- Lady Loki? Uh, C-20? C-20, okay. I believe it was C-20. Yeah, it's C-20. And then I think the other one's B-15. Yeah, B-15. One. B-15, she's the badass one. You know, she's like the head kind of yeah. you know, EVA, eight, you know. Not agent, but like, you know, hunter, I think, is what they call him. Uh, and, um, yeah, watching him, you know, they he ends up finding out. Uh, well, he's found out a few things. Probably a couple things we should talk about. In episode one, he finds out, you know, he accidentally kills his mother. He finds out that he is killed by Thanos. He sees his whole life, you know, happen out in front of him. In episode two, he finds out that Ragnarok happens. He's going through files, uh, trying to help Mobius, and he finds out that Ragnarok happens. And for a moment, you can see him start to tear up. He is very sad, but you know what he's reading about, you know, all the casualties and what happened after that. And then it struck me, it, it made me laugh because he instantly goes to Mobius because he has an idea that maybe uh, the variant of him, they don't know it's Lady Loki yet, but that maybe the variant of him is hiding out in apocalypses. And that's why they can't find him. And he goes up to Mobius and he's like, you know, I've read about Ragnarok. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry about all, you know, what happened to your people and your home. And Loki's like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, it's cool. It's, yeah, tragic, whatever. But, <laughs> and then he starts, he like steals Casey's salad. Oh, no, he steals Mobius's salad and steals Casey's drink. Starts talking about, you know, how, how hiding out in apocalypses and, you know, the timeline, you know, no matter what happens, as long as everybody there dies, it doesn't cause a nexus event. Yeah, no, and by the way, he put a fuck ton of salt and pepper on that bitch. A ton, like, way too a much. fuck ton, and then a, like a whole like soda too. You know, it was Mobius was like, you know, I was gonna eat that salad. <laughs> like a, 
did you did you notice whenever he was still reading the file though? Uh, <clears throat> underneath it, it says something about the Revengers. The Revengers? I did not yeah. see that. I'm gonna have to go back yeah. and watch that. That's funny. Yeah, I didn't uh, see that. So at least the only people who consider the Revengers canon is gonna be Thor and the TVA. Nobody yeah. else likes that name. Yeah, that nobody. Just did, just Dakota. Just Thor. Is your special skill finding random fucking things? I mean, nobody else sees. I actually, I actually didn't. I noticed it, but I'm not the only one. I, I read these stories. Or did Reddit notice it? No, no, I noticed it. I was like, I was like, hey, you know, Revengers, that's pretty cool. And then, you know, I would see like news articles. Yeah, it's cool. Probably seeing the picture on Reddit. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and and stunt. You know, later on in the series, you see, uh, you know, uh, Frog Thor. I'm not yeah. going to sit here and tell you that I've seen Frog Thor. I've seen something trapped in a, in a fucking glass the first I, time. I, I saw it. that, too. I was and like, oh, it's a bug. I didn't realize. Yeah, That's I thought, cool. I, thought, I, didn't, I seen it was Thor because there's like a hammer there. there I, like I all after. I seen was was, was uh, Mornier. You know, that's all I've seen. And i seen something trapped in a glass. I didn't think I'd too fast for me to fucking see that it was, um, you know, Frog Thor. Uh, Thor. Uh, for, for, <laughs> I can tell by the clothes that it was Thor. <laughs> I just thought it was like a... Shrunken version. <laughs> yep. Sorry, this weed hitting. <laughs> He's my man's dying. I'm fucking dead. California products. But uh, no, like whenever. Help me out, Brentford. Immediately after that, I think probably my favorite, my favorite part of the episode isn't even whenever he's messing with the salad and you know Mobius is like, "Come on, man, I was, I was gonna eat that." It's Ooh, let me guess. Is it when they go to Pompeii? That was also another. Oh, part that of was a good one. That was a good <laughs> one. But no, like right before he starts pouring all that shit on the salad, like you said, whenever he's like, "Oh man, I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry that you had to find out that way about your people," and he's like, five minutes ago, he was really fucking sad about he's it. He's sad now about he, it. Now he's like, "No, fuck those people." Like, yeah, he was like, shit. "Yeah, tragic, whatever." Yeah, he just starts going into his little idea, like uh, showing him, you know, through the salad, what he was thinking was happening and where their variant could be hiding now that they're looking for. Man, I loved it when they went to Pompeii. That shit, that had me cracking up. Loki was so happy. You know, he's, he told Mobius, he's like, you know, gotta live a little. You know, and he walks up, he's like, you know, you're all gonna die. That volcano over there is gonna explode. That mountain over there, it's, it's, you're all gonna die. You know, Mount Vesuvius. Yep. And, uh, yeah, he lets the goats out and he starts dancing around and throwing all their lettuce and shit. God, it was great. And it happens. I mean, he was like, hey, be free, goats. Be free. I was like, really? <laughs> this man, like, he don't give no fucks back. Right he now. didn't. He didn't. And Loki was so good in all these episodes. And that, that this this episode is probably, like, my second favorite of the whole thing. I just, it was so good. Uh, fast forwarding a little bit, they find out, you know, that that's what's happening. The variant is hiding in, you know, apocalypses. So the Nexus events don't occur, you know, don't occur and the TVA can't find them. It's basically, you know, that's what they figured out after all this time. And um, fast forward, they finally find out where the variant could be hiding. You know, Loki, they go through, they have a little, you know, gentleman's bet, Mobius and Loki of like, uh, they have that bubble gum, that Club Louie, uh, when it was made, like all the, you know, apocalypses in between that time frame. And there was, uh, I believe it's Alabama in 2042. Yeah. Uh, oh man, I'm on point. I, that's not even from notes, people. No, no, 2052. 2052. Fuck. Ah. Yeah. Damn it. Yep. What was it? Was it 2050? 
boy like Nate Diaz bragged and then got knocked the fuck out. The, but the point is, uh, so the name of the store is Rock Smart, Rock's Cart, something, something like that. that. Uh, apparently, there is a company in the Marvel Universe called Roxxon. They play a, a big <laughs> role in the second Spider-Man. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> they play a big role in the second Spider-Man uh, game on PS5. Or the Miles oh. Morales game. Oh, God. Look at him linking up everything. Yeah. By the way, I'm more like Nate Diaz when he connects on a punch and dances more than I am getting my shit rocked, okay? I mean, <laughs> he bragged and fumbled. fumbled That's okay. Bag. He fumbles. He brags and fumbles on two different occasions. Just let you know which one I'm more like. <laughs> but the point is, so he does, uh, like, there's a little link to a company that we may see in the future. Uh, they were a big competitor with uh, Stark Industries and uh, the Fantastic Four, the Baxter Building, stuff like that. And then, you know, they, they have their hands in everything, technology, uh, weapons, shit like that, energy. So that's just something to look forward to. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, yeah, and they, they end up, they're going to, what, what's the what's the store called again? I'm sorry. I uh, Rock's sorry. Cart, yeah, Rock's Rock, Mart, something like Rock, that. Rock, Rock, Rock's Hard. Rock Hard is what we're going to call it. Rock Hard. Rock Hard. Um, you know, they walk in, it's like, you know, what is, it, what is that little town in Alabama with that Rock Hard uh, uh, store? What is it getting killed by again? A hurricane? Yeah, yeah, it's like a Category 5 hurricane. Yeah, it's knocking the shit out of it. That's where, um, that's where the variant's hiding out. In that apocalyptic time, uh, they walk in. You know, um, they split up into two categories: B Hunter B fifteen and Loki go, and Mobius with the rest of the TVA agents go. Now they didn't want, you know, Mobius wasn't too big on that, but you know, to get trust, you know, you gotta to earn trust, you gotta give a little, and that's what Loki was gonna do. <coughs> they end up. Boy, I love when they're strolling through, and just just when they walk up, and uh, you know, Hunter B fifteen is like, you know, looking at that customer that's looking at the plants. He's like, could you know? She's like, is that could, could that be you? And Loki's like, well, I, I dress a little better, but it, it could be, yeah. Because <laughs> the dude was just looking for plants during a what was it hurricane sale? Is what they fucking yeah, said they had going yeah. on hurricane sale. That was stuff. Half fuck. off hurricane sale. That dude. was that was if that man was playing Among Us, he was getting caught right off the back. Oh yeah, God. yeah. I was doing tasks. Yeah, doing tasks. He's just in there looking at plants. Anyway, turns out that that customer was just enchanted by the variant of Loki, who then enchants Hunter B-15 and proceeds to have a nice conversation with Loki, which I just, I loved it. And, you know, Loki's standing there and he's like, oh, it's me, I presume. That shit was great, man. I love, I love when Loki gets in that little, like, cocky bag that he has where he's trying to, like, you know, play his, uh, really just trying to fool everybody, his little mischievous shit he does. It's just great. It's almost like he's a god of mischief. He's not. He's the god of incest now. <laughs> I mean, is it really incest? Okay, so I was going to bring that up because don't get me wrong, that fucking bothered the fuck out of me. But no, is it it's, really it's masturbation. It's the same I, person. It's, in, it's a masturbation. Okay, but how do you masturbate? No, because they're, they're fucking. It's not masturbation. It's- Masturbation's a, a whole lot more sad. It's 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 a very com- complex form of masturbation. Yeah. One so, that we can't even describe no, in our own reality. No, because in masturbation you gotta have two things. You in depression 
and if there's and, two and, people, and, there's typically not and, depression. And in this one, if it's you, you, and depression, you're just I mean, getting yeah. a little extra help. Yeah. But are they depressed? I mean, they're they're they, they're they they're both lost all the people. Well, yeah. I mean, so? one one got their whole reality. And my, my, all my off. dogs could get hit by a car tomorrow, and if I get to bump fuzzies with somebody that's half ass good looking, I'm probably gonna have a good day. Well, I mean, Loki. Okay, you just got. Are they both depressed? Well, let's see. The variant Loki that got their entire childhood stripped away from them has been running from the TVA for God knows how long because you know time works differently. And the Loki that we know just got his ass beat by the Avengers like three days prior. And 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 learned that one he is inevitably going to die if he yeah. stays on the main timeline. Then yeah, all his that, people are dead. Yeah, look. I could walk out of Dakota's funeral, and it would be sad as fuck. That's depressing. But if I thirty minutes later I'm bumping fuzzies, then I'm gonna have a smile on my face for at least the thirty minutes while I'm bumping fuzzies and stuff. Ain't as depressing. In my you life keep then. saying bumping fuzzies. Will you stop? <laughs> I'm being hell. Be like, all right, bumping uglies. Good bumping fuzzies. That's not any better. Well, you just keep bumping. Uh, okay, let's just let's let's get back on track. Good God. Okay, so they find out. Let's just fast forward a little bit. There's a lot of dialogue that goes along. If you want to know all the dialogue, go watch the fucking series. Um, also, if, comment who is right on the masturbation thing, please. Yes, please let us know down in the. I would say down in the comment section, but we're not. You know, we're too poor for that. Um, so look, it comes to find out, it is Lady Loki Sylvie that we come to find out. Uh. At the very end, she is starting a huge Nexus event that she has used with the uh, what are those little time charges? Uh, time charge? Is that what it yeah, is? They're, they're called? Called, yeah, they're called time charges. Good time guess. charges? Yeah, I'm just I'm on a fucking road now. That's not from notes. I've literally been yeah, 2042. Just hold that. Hold hey, that hey, uh, it's better. What did you say? 2050? You didn't, you know, 2052, 2050. <clears throat> hey, I didn't ass. say shit because I'm high and I know I'd fuck it up. So. No, you said bumping fuzzies. You don't yeah, get the talk. You don't get the talk. What, what's wrong with bumping fucking fuzzies? <laughs> I'm anyway, sorry. It's a coitus. Um, okay, fucking so weirdos. she ends up setting off a Nexus event with a bunch of time charges. All right. Something that she says later on that was just years and years, you know, how he just ruined something she'd been planning since she was little. And uh, she sets them off. Timeline starts branching. There's there's lines going everywhere. This is what we think at the time. At the time of watching, this is what I where I thought that the multiverse was going to come from. Yeah. I thought right when I was watching it that this is this is it. This is what's changing everything. Come to find out later on, that's not the case. But um, and then she opens a portal with the uh, tempad and walks through, <laughs> and the episode closes with Mobius closing in on Loki. Hoping that you know they you know established a friendship at this point. Hoping that his friend was not going to chase after said variant, which made him look like he was betraying them, uh, and run through the portal. And he proceeds to follow her in, and the episode ends. Which I love this episode so much. Such oh yeah, yeah, so much happened. And honestly, if if they're like, hey, we lied, we're only doing three episodes, like or two episodes, like hey, that sets up. A pretty good reason. Yeah, the I mean, fuck? you didn't have. Yeah, I mean, he's right. Uh, they went really in depth with this series. I thought uh, 
And Good. Then, don't don't t- no, say that yeah. they can take more no, 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 or no. take away from us. Fuck them. No, no, no it's not. That more. They, it's not that they whether we, we want them to. Obviously, fuck no, we don't. I want as much Loki as possible. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying like no. But what he's saying is if they left it, then you could just say that that's where the timeline started branching. Yeah. Uh. Game. So, just I, I did love whenever Mobius was like, "Hey, you know, we're going into an apocalypse. We don't know where we're going into. Here's your knives." Yeah, that's it. Hunter B fifteen is absolutely not. Like, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, as soon as they get there, you know, it's pouring down rain. Got a big ass hurricane. He walks in the store, immediately conjures some new clothes. Well, dries his own clothes actually, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he uses. Uses his magic to drive his clothes, and Hunter B. Team was like, "What the fuck was that?" Yeah, like because <laughs> I was using magic. Dakota yeah, like, usually used his mouth. What you use bump fuzzies? Okay, <laughs> I don't want to hear it from you. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, on the episode three, which is you know, got to be fuzzies DJ, episode. Got to got to be DJ's favorite episode yeah. because he bump loves different planets. Uh, I love shit from different. That shit was lit, boy. Yeah, you can't lit. tell me. No, I trying love to play it. Matrix through the fucking rocks. That, that shit was awesome. But there was so much sexual tension throughout that whole fucking thing, and it kind of bothered me. Every time that they made it to a different building, I was like, oh, great. Some nasty, weird shit's about to happen like, between yeah, the Yeah, the, the fuzzies are about to bump. <sighs> That's, it's not like a thing that you get excited about, y'all. Oh, you apparently do. I, Walking okay. out my fucking funeral. Yeah, I walk out of your funeral and bump fuzzies. It's not depressing. Sex is great. He would do it in your honor. That's what he's but good at. Their I mean, sex I'd be in hell. is fucking weird. Oh, you don't have to be. Weird. You don't have to be in heaven or hell for it. You know, for it to be done in your honor. Yeah, no. But I'd like be looking up, being like, "Hey, good job, DJ. Have a good day, man." Oh, I could give two fucks less about your approval. You and my sex had nothing to do. I'm just going to your funeral because there's going to be food after I resume. God damn. Why do you think I have enough money to provide food after I'm dead? You don't. Your don't mom and Dale a, like to cook. I don't I don't have enough money for food when I'm alive. That's that's fine. It's a fucking – if there's not food at the funeral, then I'm not coming. So I'm not, figure, a, I'm not you, If you want me there, you better figure something the fuck out. The fuck um, you there? I want a cake too. Now that we're fucking a cake added shit. What's this yeah. goddamn birthday? No, it's a farewell. For me, I'm gonna say goodbye, Dakota. On it. I'm gonna eat it. It's gonna say fuck you, Dakota. It's gonna yeah. That I like that one. Hey, all right. Remind me to write this down after the podcast is done. Anyhow, episode three, bumping yeah. fuzzies. Go ahead and take us into episode three, Dakota. All right, so I mean, it starts out they're on a what was the name of the planet? Lamentus. Lamentus? The, the, the episode in general is named uh, Lamentus. The, the Lamentus. Yeah. All right. So yeah, start <laughs> out they're just chilling, and Sylvie realizes where they're at and how it could like it's the worst possible fucking apocalypse that she could have went to. And he's like, "Why?" She's like, "Motherfucking, no one survives ever." Yeah, nobody, nobody gets off that planet alive. Is uh, is it the moon that's crashing down on them? Uh, yeah. no, Lamentus, I think, is a plant or is a moon, and the is planet, the moon, and the yeah. planet's crashing down. Okay, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, but yeah, it's the worst possible uh, apocalypse there is, uh, and that's where <laughs> that's where they went. 
Uh, I mean, it really starts. <clears throat> isn't it Loki that takes them there? I think it is, isn't it? Yeah, he opens the tin pad and they end up falling through it. Yeah, because they're fixing to get arrested by TVA. Uh, yeah, yeah, because because they went back to the TVA. They went back to TVA because she was she's going to kill the timekeepers at that time. So I might just be really high, but um, you said the planet was crashing into the moon, right? Yeah, this is the other way around. How can that be determined? Because they're in fucking space. Um, they say it in there. She calls it. I so, he calls it a moon. Oh no, I remember. Hold I, up, the that planet has so much gravitational pull. Yeah, right? something, yeah, something they, like it that. Had it had like major gravitational pull. Yeah, I feel like, and I feel like that's why. Yeah, okay, that makes sense now. So I was about to. Sorry, hi DJ yeah. moment. No, no, I mean it's fine. Like, no, it's it, a valid question. It's, it's confusing because yeah. most people are like, "Oh, well, moon's smaller." How would it but I'm it? pretty sure they touched up something about the gravitational pull on that planet. Yeah, being yeah, yeah. I'm way sure more significant than anywhere else. Yeah, pretty much this whole episode is just you know them not trusting each other. Obviously, two Lokis. Um, her being pissed at Loki for taking them to the worst apocalypse that there is. You know, nobody lives here. Uh, them trying to obviously try to find their way to uh, charge their tempad, which has run out of juice so they can get back to the TVA or back to anywhere else that's not Lamentus. Um, and one of my favorite parts of the entire episode was when they run up on the little trailer out there in the middle of yeah. nowhere, and the old lady's got that. She's got a fucking gap, boy. That, Dude, she does. She gets fucking strapped. She was ready. She'd been waiting for that day for a long time. Oh, yeah. And uh, first, she, first she blasts Sylvie, and then, uh, and then she, um, Loki, takes a uh, form of her dead husband, we presume. He might have just left her. I don't know. Who fucking knows? <laughs> Did she carry a guy like that shooting people? He might have just left. He might have just left. Um, and then I would have. Yeah, I would have too. Uh, takes form of him, and then, you know, he, he works for a second, and then he gets a little too sweet on her, and she blasts his shit back too. Yeah, that was great. That was, I love that whole part. Yeah. How long do you think that lady's lived on that planet? Oh, probably her entire life. Probably life. entire life. Isn't that, that's always such a, I like to think about that too. You know, how different things must be, you know, in the MCU, like, you know, how does planets. She, how does she like get around and, uh, you know, live? Like what the fuck yeah, she's eating on I, this I, fucking she's, moon? She's probably self-sustainable. Maybe. I mean, I didn't see no little farm out there or anything, but. I mean it's that's possible. the only that's the only thing I could think of. Like, but with a gat like that, maybe there's some technology, like maybe there's some fucking digital food in there or something that she's printing. I don't know. Oh, oh god, like the what show was it where they had the fucking hologram? The thing? hologram was it SpongeBob? meatloaf. Yeah. No, what was that? I can't that's remember. SpongeBob. Hol- was it SpongeBob? Yeah, Karen. The hologram meatloaf. Karen yeah, made you're it right. Yeah. You're right. It's the hologram meatloaf. That's what she's eating. But they uh they end up walking. To the train station. That's where they uh, are going to take it. Where are they trying to get? I forget what they're trying to get to to charge the Tempad. The the Ark. The Ark. That's right. They're trying to get to the Ark, charge the Tempad so they can go the fuck home. They get on the fuck train. Ark. He takes form of one of the guards. She enchants one of the guards to get on the train. They are, they're finally there. And then that's when the, uh, I think the tension comes in that DJ doesn't like. Where they're, oh, yeah. They're starting, oh, they're, to share, they're starting to share a little bit about themselves. And they're starting to kind of glare into each other's eyes. A little bit. Yeah. Mm. He, you know, Loki, Loki makes some fireworks appear that his mom taught him. They start to talk about their childhood. She says, you know, they told, 
they told Sylvie that she was adopted, but Loki found out, you know, later on in life. Yeah, which would actually mean for one, one reality, Odin's not a shit parent. That's true. That's true. Odin is not the greatest parent, but then again, if he, uh, you know, he was an okay parent. Um, before. <laughs> what what god have you ever heard about being a great parent? Well, I mean, I, no, you're it, right about that one. It was different for like all three kids of Odin. I feel like it was just a different Odin for all of them. Like Odin was great to Hela before you know before he realized, he realized that she was too yeah she was yeah. too strong. He locked her away in basically what was hell. She was daddy's little girl, and then we don't ever like, say that shit ever again. <laughs> I don't ever want to hear you say that ever again. <laughs> uh, so she was like the star people of the show. Yeah, and then, and then better. He's like, hey, wait a minute, maybe me taking over every realm <laughs> not a great idea. Yeah, I mean, to, if you ask Thor if Odin was a good dad, he'd probably say yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, looking back at it, was he a good dad to Thor? He wasn't a terrible dad. He was, he, better, a, he was a better dad than he was to Loki. That's well, true. yeah, I mean, Loki is the black-headed stepchild. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's also true. So it's a little frost giant. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Loki ends up getting drunk on the train, which is absolutely fantastic. He's singing an uh, Asgardian folktale kind of song, which is actually mm-hmm. more, like, Norwegian, I think. Yeah, I, I think I read something somewhere where that was sung in, like, Norwegian. Norwegian or maybe Icelandic. I'm not really yeah. 100% sure. Somewhere in there, they get kind of twisted. Um, but, yeah, the, my favorite part of that whole scene when he's getting drunk is the callback to Thor when he smashes his glass and he says another. That kills me. I love that. Just a little oh, yeah. like that. Yeah, that, that was really good, too. Uh wasn't soon after that whenever they get like ambushed by the guards. Mm-hmm. And was it Loki or Sylvie that kicks a guard out the window and you just watch him Loki. sucked? It was Loki. And he goes, as soon as after that, he goes, bye. <laughs> <laughs> the Loki, Loki's me. the guy that downed you in Warzone and teabagged the shit out of your body. Oh. That, that's Loki. Yeah. Yeah. He's new Master 69. Yeah. Yeah, he's a top to hit a finisher while you're down on your ass in Apex. Oh, you mean uh, <coughs> me? DJ, <laughs> <Yeah>. me? <laughs> That's lucky. Like, like he could have been as soon as he kicked the dude out of the window, he could have been helping Sylvie or something. He literally took the three seconds for the dude not even to hear him to just be like, "Bye." Well, no, that, <laughs> that dude was dead as shit, boy. Oh yeah, he he got kicked out of that. I mean, he got kicked out of the damn train. Was like, ah. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, like Kevin my man said. Ah. Did they use the Wilhelm scream for that? I'm not sure. That would have been a nice touch. Because, you know, it's in most like forms of video nowadays. Um, but, yeah, that's when they the guards come in, you know. And Loki and Sylvie eventually lose the lose the fucking fight, honestly. I thought that was kind of... Well, that, is, that is a little whack. But they lose the fight. Loki gets, uh, Loki gets fucking thrown off the fucking train. Sylvie goes after him because he's got Loki's got the Tim pad. Uh, Loki, while getting thrown off the fucking train, hits the ground and breaks the Tim pad. And now they are look like Sylvie's pissed. She like yells, and you can see how powerful she is when she screams because she fucking just glows green for a fucking. I thought she was gonna murder that man. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, yeah, 
honestly, she probably should have. I mean, what really was Loki to her at that point? I mean, I'll tell you what she was probably thinking he was. And it's not something that made me comfortable. (laughs) What makes you more uncomfortable? The fact that Scarlet Witch fell in love with a sex doll or this? Um, I I know he's going to say this. Yeah. This is really, this is pretty fucking weird. It's really odd that this is what they went with. I mean, to be fair, though, Loki is the ultimate narcissist. So the fact that he fell in love with himself, not that surprising. Yeah, only Loki could do some shit like that. That's true. Yeah. Um, they decide they're going to try to get to the Ark and honestly fly that bitch out of there because they weren't on it the first time that it happened. So maybe they'll make a difference. Uh, they end up making it to a town in Lamentus. The moon planet thingy, you know, in the sky, whatever the fuck it was. Oh, that bitch blew up. It started, yeah, as soon as they got there, it started blowing up. Giant ball, you know, giant meteors are hitting the ground. And uh, what happens, what she tells him eventually is that the art gets destroyed before it even takes off. And right when they're scattering and running through the city streets, big meteor hits the art, blows it up. And there's Loki looking at it, just staring there looking at it while Sylvie walks off in the distance. And that's how the episode, episode three. Hey, can, can we rewind a little bit back to whenever they're, you know, whenever Loki's getting drunk? I, uh, once again, oh, read some shit. Apparently, Vikings, you know, the ones who worship the Norse pantheon, they didn't say that they were drunk. Apparently, they used to say the words, I'm full, whenever they, you know, had drank too much. So, whenever she goes, are you drunk? And he goes, no, I'm full. Literally, he was saying, yeah, I'm drunk. Like, are you drunk? No, I'm drunk. And that right there just epitomizes how alcohol affects the brain. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, yeah, because um, as Guardians, I'm not sure with, you know, Loki being a frost giant, but, you know, a little callback to, what is it, Age of Ultron, when Thor has, like, that, was it, like, elixir or something kind of? Oh, it, like was a, it, it was, like, 300-year-old brandy, I think. Yeah. It, yeah. And uh, he was telling Stan Lee that it's not for modern, you know, modern men like you can't you can be able to drink this shit just every yeah, yeah and uh yeah i think they have a, their alcohol tolerance is high as fuck kind of yeah. like dj yeah true high as fuck. except for on brandy apparently yeah except for on brandy i don't like brandies not the <laughs> women or the fucking alcohol we know <laughs> so you're not gonna bump fuzz with any brandies yeah while drinking no. brandy I'll drink no. brandy. Brandies are out on me bumping fuzzies. Okay. All right. That's a future reference. Uh, so going into episode four, like, shit, shit hit the fan at the end of episode three. Uh, how are they going to get out of this? How? Um. Yeah. That's what, uh, that was the big question in episode three. And... Something that's going to make DJ a little bit more comfortable is the the Nexus late of, scene. It, it's, this, yeah, this this episode in in general was called the Nexus event, and they cause a huge Nexus event that just goes skyrocket, just goes straight up because they start staring at each other. Yeah, because Long there is sexual Long fucking tension, and the whole universe is like, ah, this is fucking weird. 
And so they caused a fucking nexus of it because every god in the world was like, yo, what the fuck? You, you still watched it, though, didn't you? Yeah. You, didn't, you didn't skip ahead, did you? Did you Did you not finish Two Girls, One Cup, too? I mean, yeah, I, I, don't, I finished what I started. I'm not a quitter. I'm not going to lie. I quit Two Girls, One Cup. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> no, but uh, tell us, DJ, did, did that scene make you uncomfortable? Yeah. Every fucking scene that they had sexual tension made me uncomfortable. So, like, episode two on? Every time it showed both of them in the same frame, you were like, oh, God, here we go again. Yeah, it was really awkward. I mean, like, I enjoyed the show itself and what was going on, but it was the, um, it was the fucking just appeared, like, every time they were in a thing together, you could just tell that they, they just wanted to bump fuzzies. Which, if you think about it, that's, that's a testament to, Tom Hiddleston and the actress who played Sylvie's acting. Like. Which is another reason why it's not masturbation, because masturbation I can do anywhere, anytime, whenever I want. He can't do that, because it takes two to bump fuzzies. I really wish you'd stop fucking saying that. <laughs> I, wish, I wish more than anything that you would stop saying that. Nope. That's going to be my quote for my presid- uh, presidential run. Can this be your Nexus event where you just keep saying that and you get taken away? I hope that tonight you fall asleep and it's nothing but a time loop of me saying bumping fuzzies. I've had worse nightmares. I'd imagine. I've heard some of the stories of your life. You've been there for some of them, too. (laughs) Not the ones I'd be having nightmares about. (laughs) Anyhow, the point is, uh, so Mobius appears in a time gate, right? And it's like, hey, hurry the fuck on. Come on. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, okay. uh, well, they open up. The TVA opens it up. Uh, they find him. And they are immediately arrested. You know, Loki's brought in. Sylvie's brought in. They're going straight to the TVA interrogation rooms. Uh, Mobius is upset with Loki. You know, he calls him a traitor. This is my this is my favorite episode in the entire of the entire series, by the way. You know, they Mobius thought you know at this time that they were friends, him and Loki, for striking up a friendship, and they were. Uh, and Loki didn't betray him. But, you know, Mobius felt different, and they send Loki in for a little time loop torture, which is fun. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's terrifying. Funny. Yeah, that was. Uh, I love when the first time it happens, he uh, he ends up. You know, he's like, I thought. You know, I remember this. He says. Uh, I went and I had a bath and had a glass of wine and never thought of it again. And then here she comes right back <laughs> to fucking to knee uh, to uh, what she do? She uh, knees him in the balls and punches him. Is that what she does? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Knees him in the dick and then uh, punches him in the face. Yep. And um, can you yeah. say penis just because there's children listening? Oh, sorry. Oh. Sorry, I mean, we're talking about fucking masturbation and shit, but if there's kids listening, we'll say penis. The majority of this episode has been you being so concerned about Loki and Sylvie bumping fuzzies. Would you please stop saying that? It's fucking weird. I mean, I don't know if it's weird or that, or Dakota saying that Hello was Odin's daddy's little girl. <laughs> I'm sorry I even just brought that up. I was meant to yeah. say that in the past. I, I'd, I'd forget I'd said that, so thanks. But, Congratulations, um, you played yourself. 
So Fucking weird. In this episode is when the the TVA starts to unravel. You know, uh, they have C. They brought back C twenty, and <clears throat> she was enchanted in episode two by Sylvie uh, to you know get the information needed of where the timekeepers were, and that was when you realize I believe it's actually in the beginning of episode three or episode was it the beginning of episode four when they show the uh, when she was enchanted episode four. Episode four, where she was enchanted and she realized that she had a life on Earth before the TVA. Yep. So the TVA starts to unravel in this episode. A lot of lot, lots coming out. And the uh, Judge Renslayer tells Mobius that they, uh, you know, and Mobius is wondering where C20's at. He wants to talk to her, you know. Uh, Loki, I believe before that, I think before that, Loki says that the TVA was lying to him, mm-hmm. that they mm-hmm. were all variants. You know, because that's what Sylvia told Loki in the previous episode. We didn't cover that. They, they, big, the big thing in the episode of Lamentus was that you find out that all of the workers of the TVA are all variants and they all had a previous life and they were all taken from Earth and had a past life and they were all be uh, taken from their previous, previous lives. And, um, uh, Loki tells Mobius that he wants to talk to C20 and then, Come to find out that Judge Renslayer tells Mobius that C20 died from the enchantment by Sylvie. That line, bitch. <laughs> Judge Renslayer really was just. She's a terrible person. Yeah, she was. I'd never want to see somebody get fucking pruned more in my life. I All mean, right. yeah. Yeah, like. Like, how are you going to be friends with somebody and just lie to them at every turn? She's the biggest betraying bitch in the whole fucking series. She's disgusting. She's awful. Yeah. The way she just still rides it out when she realizes how wrong she is. Yeah. Like, that's a die by your own convictions type of mentality. She's like, she's like, oh, I'm doing really bad and I shouldn't be doing this to people. But you know what? Man, fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> what we got to lose. Yeah. Uh. So she lies to Mobius about it. Mobius he believes it for a little bit, right? He's like, "Oh shit, okay, you know? yeah." He's a little torn up about you know. He's he, well, he questions it at first. He says, "You know that, that nobody else seemed, had died." From that she it. seemed yeah, that she seemed fine when she came back. A little you know, a little dazed and a little uh, you know, out of her head a little bit. But you know, for the most part, she seems okay. <laughs> so Mobius is pretty much on. You know, onto Renslayer's ass, basically. He starts to become pretty curious. Uh, they have a little celebration because both the Lokis have been caught. And during that, he completely uh, plays Renslayer and steals her Tempad. Which uh, he then finds out that C20, um, while she was enchanted, learned that she was from Earth. And watches the video of her confession and them interrogating her. Knowing that they had, uh, at that point, uh, Renslayer had C-20 killed. Yeah. Uh, uh, that shit was garbage, by the way. Like, yeah, how Renslayer, you kill somebody? I know we just talked about it, but Renslayer, she was such... She was really a bitch, the, man. She was the true villain of the whole show, in my opinion. Like, yeah. uh, of course, we have, you know, later on, you know, who comes in and... Uh, you think the timekeepers kind of at the beginning are going to be the villain, but it's Renslayer, just boy. 
she was she was fun to hate throughout all this. So pretty much we're gonna we're gonna like wrap, you know try to go a little faster here. We don't want this episode to be too long for you guys listening. Um, towards the end of episode four, they go uh, both Lokis, Sylvie and Loki, uh, are taken to the timekeepers uh, chambers, and where they're to be executed. But Hunter B fifteen, uh, who was shown by Sylvie again about her past life. Um, turns on the TVA and helps both Lokis escape uh, and take control. And then you come to find out that the uh, timekeepers are just mechanical robots. They're just, they're not really real. Which I thought was probably the biggest, bigger plot twist of the entire show. Yeah, that shit was wild, actually. Like, I expected them. Like, maybe not mechanical, but at the very least, like, someone behind the strings. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, I I expected them to be beans as well, like oh something that's alive. But they were just they were just robotic look, parts. I smoke a lot of weed, and there's a lot of things that make me feel stupid. That part made me feel fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, it, it felt like yeah. This whole time we, you know, a lot of people had theories that they weren't like you know the, the timekeepers weren't good guys. Time to find out there was no not even any fucking timekeepers to begin with. This episode four was the biggest episode in my opinion besides the season finale of the whole show. Yeah, that so much happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, episode four is definitely probably ep- um, episode four second was biggest episode. Crazy. And then towards the end of the fight, you know, after Sylvie chops one of their heads off, and you know, her whole realization that her, you know, her life's work so far, it thought it was coming to an end, but it's no longer not. Uh, <clears throat> they then, uh, I know DJ was excited to see the moment between Loki and Sylvie come together, and. Where they really started uh, bumping fuzzies. Hmm. Where their ten- where their tension had uh, had grew and grew, and Loki was fixing after only knowing her for so long, you know, not very long at all. I think you know. I'm trying to think, maybe like an estimate of how long they actually knew each other. Maybe like what twelve hours. Uh, you know, realistic time. I don't know time moves different than TVA, but they didn't know each other for too long. Um. He was going to confess that he liked her, I think, and then he gets pruned. And that is how episode four ended. And it was, you know, there was an end credit scene that a lot of people didn't know about until they had heard about it. And that was really, at first, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't watch the end credit scene, but I had, you know, the episode ended with Loki getting pruned out of nowhere. And it was, it was, I, I was fixing to be pissed if they were fixing to replace Loki with Sylvie for the rest of the show. I mean, yeah, yeah, definitely, uh, Someone had told me that there was a end credit scene. I think it was one of my coworkers. So I I knew, hey, I gotta wait. But going into it, I certainly didn't think that it was gonna be what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the the end credit scene was him waking up in the void to all his variants standing over him that were still alive. Uh, I'm guessing you know that was pretty much Loki's. Loki's are, are you know it's in their nature to survive; they don't die. Uh, so maybe that was all the Lokis that were sent to the Void anyway. But it was old Loki. It was a variant Thor Loki with the hammer. Uh, boastful Loki was what they called him. Boastful oh, yeah, Loki. Boastful Loki. Boastful Loki and Alligator Loki and then Young Loki. Child yep. Loki. Which uh, actually was the more was the leader of them, of them all that was in the Void. So he's, fast. He's a bad uh, bitch, though. So. Uh, he was a bad bitch. We didn't touch on, just a uh, quick thing, uh, the saddest thing of Episode 4 to me, I was very sad. Mobius got pruned. When the Mobius show, got pruned, I almost the cried. Whole, the whole show was ruined for me at that point. I mean, it wasn't really, but I was <laughs> upset because I loved Owen Wilson 
Just it wasn't so until much. they pruned Loki that I was okay with it because I was yeah. like, ah, they can't prune the main that's, character that's how I this thought, early like, and not bring him like, back. I was like, man, that, that's a good sign for Mobius because they pruned they pruned Loki, <laughs> Loki, and if they're going to get away with Loki, like that's just if that's like if they're actually dead, that's two huge deaths in this episode, and you just buried your own show for the longevity of it. Oh, yeah. Honestly, <clears throat> yeah. So. Uh... Uh, I, I I was really upset. I was like, dude, like Owen Wilson, he's he's basically been carrying the show. Boy, he has. He's he was my, my you know, I, I love Loki and he's probably like I said, he's probably my seven, second favorite Marvel character at the moment. But out of all the new characters that Loki brought in, including Sylvie and everybody, Mobius was hands down my favorite. Yeah. yeah Without same. a doubt. Same. Oh no, crocodile Loki. Crocodile. Oh my Loki. god. You know, he's got merch now. I've seen yeah, that he's got merch. He fucking should. fucking hilarious. You know, see how fly that dude was? Boy, Shit, how, boy how the fuck Alligator boy, the Loki got merch? Boots. We yeah, don't have next door doesn't. Yeah, we don't have merch. You know, we'll get there eventually. Because the dude who does our design shit sucks. That's we gotta true. hire a new one. I'm not, I'm not too big on that guy. Fuck that dude. Yeah. I think his initials spell like damn or some stupid yeah. shit. I'm not 100% sure. His name's fuck. some stupid shit like Dakota. Yeah, yeah, fuck that we dude. Don't, we don't fuck with him no more. No. But, yeah, into episode five, Loki's in the void. He's with all his variants. Uh, the the void itself is where the timelines are sent. Uh, people from the timeline are sent after they're pruned. Whole timeline's destroyed. And the monster, Elioth, who is protecting the one who remains, uh, who, you know, that's where he is uh, behind Elioth. <coughs> Eliath eats everything that comes in, and that's how they, the TVA does away with all their pruning and timeline destroying. So that that's real fun, you know, giant ass cloud monster. Yeah. Um, then, uh, just to fast forward a little bit, uh, there's some good dialogue between the Lokis and Loki. Uh, really, just we encourage you to just go watch, you know, the whole series and and really and really enjoy that dialogue. I'm not, we're not going to go through all of it. It's just too much. Um, but some really good stuff. You know, young Loki, he killed Thor. That was his Nexus event. Uh, old Loki actually survived. The, you know, Thanos uh, didn't kill him. He just projected a version of himself. Um, so fast forward a little bit. We're going to go a little bit farther into this episode. Mobius is there in the void. And he actually picks up Sylvie, who pruned herself to get there to help Loki. That's the uh, it's true love. I know uh, DJ was happy about that. Just in particular, this fucking, I'd, as I've said throughout this whole episode, that whole little love scenario is <laughs> one of the weirdest things I've ever seen in television. It's, it's odd. <laughs> is he considered asexual, or is he considered just fucking a lunatic? He's a uh, gender um, fluid. He's gender fluid. Yeah, that, that, that's they that came out before Loki came out. So the fuck? This, okay. But, I'm not the most intelligent, but what the fuck does his gender have to do with his sexual fucking preference and how he's fucking? Uh, I mean, uh, he's he's also bisexual. Yeah, I'm I'm not 100 sure. I'm not oh, okay. Well, hell yeah, good for Loki. Yeah. I mean, he, he he likes penis. Then. Well, I mean, did you not pick that up when um when she asked him on the train? Yeah, she said, you know, has there been you know you're you're a prince? You know, is there? I'm sure there's been plenty plenty of uh, princesses, princesses yeah. or um Prin- princes. Hmm. And he said, you know, a little, he said a little both. A little both. Yeah, he, Loki out here playing the field, you know. Yeah. Hey, you know, 
see your opportunity to score, might as well take it. Yeah. Exactly. Well, look at it. He's got more ass out there. That's true. So, Sylvie and Loki reunite in the void. Um, we're going to skip the whole President Loki thing. Like we said, you should go watch it. It's, it's worth the watch. Just enjoy it. We're not going to go through, over all that. That was just something that was put in the episode to really uh, to really boost it and a little bit of comedic relief and everything. Um, but for the main storyline, Sylvie and Loki reunite. Uh, Loki wants to kill Elias, the giant cloud monster. Sylvie tells him he's a stupid fuck and that she's going to enchant it. And I really love that part because, uh, you know, she was like, y'all are just going to go along with his uh, idea of killing the giant cloud monster. And they're like, you know, we had our doubts. And, and then uh, she then she comes out with like a, a, so much more of a stupid idea. <laughs> it really, it, every idea they had to kill alive wasn't that great. Yeah, no, but like if you think about it, it's like, oh, hey, so we don't know how to kill it. But we're thinking we can figure out a way. And she's like, well, it's a like. 50-50 shot. I can enchant it. So Yeah, because all she did was touch it when she got there and she saw something. She yeah. didn't know if it was going to work. They could have, you know, yeah. could have died. Elias, sure. he, he's just like, damn, dude. I get some. That's crazy. I get some snacks. Yeah. That shit wild, boy. Alligator Loki grunts and Nick, uh, you know, he's. I think old Loki says, you know, he's praying for us. That was Alligator for he thinks they're all going to die. Yeah. Um, but fast forward a little bit again. Uh, they do start enchanting it. Loki has a distraction. Uh, old Loki comes in, saves the fucking day, shows how powerful Loki can actually be, and just recreates an entire Asgard that Elias thinks has arrived in the void, and Elias goes to eat it, and every time he goes to eat it, it vanishes, and he's really fucking confused. Yeah, no, that, sh- that scene right there, that-, that shit was hard. That was that was crazy powerful from Loki. I mean, yeah. just that is what, and that's what Loki says about old Loki. He's like, I don't think, you know, I think we're way more powerful than we know. Yeah. Or, or than we think we are. Uh, they end up, uh, Sylvie wants Loki to help him, help her enchant Elias. Uh, Loki says he doesn't know that magic, and they still go through with the plan, even though it was a hell of a gamble. He doesn't know it. Uh, it ends up working. They enchant Elias, and he kind of just vanishes, and behind it is uh, the one who remains his castle. And that's how episode five ended, which was dubbed. Trying to find the name. One second, everybody. It was Journey into Mystery. Journey into Mystery ended right there with the castle, and uh, they didn't say they didn't say who it was yet. You had to wait a whole week, but that was it was showing somebody was back there. And then the final episode of the season for all time, always. What did you guys think at the start of that one? Uh, <clears throat> that one, I, you know, I, I went, I was going into it, and I knew, eh, probably not going to be a lot of action. They're going to explain shit, you know, but we're going to get a few answers, and hopefully it was going to lead forward to, you know, the next 10, 12 years of the MCU, and, you know, this, it didn't disappoint. Yeah, it was. This episode might be the most important thing Marvel's put out in a long time. Uh, if you're going to watch anything Marvel related going forward, uh, you kind of you need you got to watch Loki, or at least got to research Loki because you're not going to fucking clue about what's going on with these upcoming movies. Oh no, you won't. No way. They're definitely going to have to be based around Loki. They're definitely opening up for so much the multiverse. 
I'm so excited for the multiverse. Yeah, multiverse revealed in this episode. It's shit's gonna pop off. Um, I know we're all hoping for a Spider Verse. Like the Doctor Strange movie is going to be crazy. Uh, well, the people the, really wants a Thor verse. Thor. I'm not sure the release date of Thor: Love and Thunder. I'm waiting. Not to jump ahead to my final thoughts of it, but one of the things that I took from this whole Loki series that I really want more than anything, I want Loki to reunite with his brother. That's what, like, I'm looking forward to that more than anything. Yeah. Uh, I want to say Love and Thunder is 2023 projected. Fucking ridiculous. A while. I'm pretty sure it's a minute. They just finished filming, so it may be 2022. Yeah, here, hold on. Um, I I wouldn't think it would need two years of production. 2022. Okay, yeah. Tentative date is May 6th. So like we did with it, like we did with April, I mean, what the fuck I say April? I was thinking months right there. April, May. <laughs> um, that was fucking stupid. Uh, like we did with episode five, we'll go fast forward a little bit. In episode six. Yep, um, fast forward a little bit in episode six. Uh, like we said, you want to watch it, you want to get all the dialogue, go watch the series. Um, so, it is revealed that it is the one, you know, the one who remains, which is Kang the Conqueror, uh, basically. Um, he reveals himself to Loki and Sylvie, uh, tells them that, you know, all this was supposed to happen. Even them breaking out of his, you know, all, all of his, out of the timeline and escaping and finding him, that he's the one that paved the way and they just walked it. And that really pisses both the Lokis off. But he gives them a proposal because he's been looking for a while to retire. He doesn't want to play the role of what's basically God at this point um, and continue to control the sacred timeline. He wants, he said he looked for a while for one person, but that person came in two. And he wants them to control it. He, the, the ultimatum is that they, he retires and they control the timeline, both Lokis do, or they kill him and all his variants that he said are not so uh, pure of heart uh, come out and another multiversal war will happen. So they um, there's a big uh, big big little you know little fight between both Loki's. Sylvie uh, pretty much starts to come out on top. Loki uh, appears in front of her with the blade to his neck, tells her not to oh. do it. My favorite uh, part came up after that. I was about to say, I know, I know what that O is about. And then right then, the moment that had been building the entire series from episode two on, the Loki big goes Loki, and fucks himself. Loki on Loki kiss that DJ has recorded at home on his DVR. <laughs> it's just like, tell me any other TV series you've seen some weird shit like that happen. I mean, <sighs> to me, it's like brother and sister fucking. But then again, it's not because I mean. I don't know that. Would you fuck yourself? My female self? I'm guessing you're asking since it's Loki with female Loki. I mean, however you prefer. Yeah, I probably would. Uh, Go to you are. <laughs> Currently, <laughs> already. <on. laughs> I just caught that. Yeah, uh, Dakota's living this life already. Um, uh, Jesus, Dakota, fucking Loki. I mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, if I had the option, like, is like, I don't know, like the difference is with Loki why he becomes attracted to her is because hey, is because they're so different. I just want you to know you fucking hesitated on answering that. You know why? 
Cause that shit's fucking weird. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, but, um, I mean, you know, fuck it. I would just to say I did. Just fucking so bring uh, up the DJ all the time. God, people are weird. Would you? You just go say no. You're not gonna think about it. What? What I fuck myself. What if? What if female use like super bad? I mean, male me's pretty fucking sexy, so he I'd died. imagine female <laughs> me be pretty fuckable. Kind of looks like great value Post Malone, but yeah, he's all right. I'm prettier than Post Malone. His Yo, hair smell better. That's for fucking sure. His teeth bad too. <laughs> anyway, Sylvie ends up pushing. He grab. Uh, I don't know Dakota. You know the device that he had, or what it was called, maybe in the comics that Kang had while he was sitting there at the table. She ends up using that to open a portal to the TVA. Pushes Loki through it after the kiss. Says, "I'm not you." Pushes him through and closes it, and proceeds to kill Kang, uh, uh, or as he's known in this, as the one who remains. Uh, she called it a temp pad, and he he was just like, "Yeah, I so, love this thing." And then what he said, like, "That's all he pretty yeah. Like, I I love this thing. I I, I don't I'm not know really if sure it's... what it's called. I mean, um, it looked cool, but that's basically it. Um, at the end. Uh, you can see the timeline was branching while they were even talking. He, while he's being stabbed, he says, I'll see you soon. His variants are going to be released. Loki ends up at the very end coming up to Mobius and like telling them that uh, you know, they, they had fucked up, that they need to prepare for a multiversal war right now, that uh, his variants were coming, that they weren't very nice. And Mobius has no idea who he is. And that's because um, Loki is not in the same reality. At least that's what I took from it. I don't know yeah. if you guys took it. Oh, no, he's, not, sure. he's not in the same timeline as he was. He looks Ain't out. The statue is that of what looks like to be very similar Kang. to com- comic book looking Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. It's him without his helmet, which yep. is good because Jesus Christ, that's not going to fit well with the big screen if they do that. It's not. And it's not. Uh, in this episode, also, uh, Judge Renslayer goes somewhere to look for, I forget what she called it, um, Hope. I think just Hope is what she said. And she leaves, and we have no idea where she went. So I'm looking forward to get that answered in season two. But that was basically all of Loki season uh, season one at the very end of the credits. And they just had a little sample action on some documents that said Loki will return in season two. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give my full review right with my final score. And Loki gets a fucking nine. I think Loki is the best thing Marvel has put out in a long time. Probably since Endgame. Uh, I think it's better than Spider-Man. I know that's not a whole lot you know, COVID and everything. But it's still, even before that, it's it's one of the better things Marvel, I think, has probably ever put out, in my opinion. So I'm going to give it a 9. 9 out of 10. Go ahead, Dakota. Uh, yeah, I, I, I got to agree. I, I got to agree with you on that one, a 9 out of 10. Just because, like, not only was it the best quality and the best story, it's also, like I said, Falcon and Winter Soldier, you don't have to watch. They didn't have to make it. Sam Wilson, they could have just said, oh, hey, he's, he's Captain he's, America. Yeah, I mean, everybody who'd watch Endgame, I see that. Uh, they would have just been like, yeah, yeah. he's Captain America. You don't, yeah, he didn't have to. For the next you know, decade, dozen years, this is going to be the background. They've said Kang the Conqueror is going to be a major villain. Mm-hmm. So the fact of that is, is that the fact that we got to see him this early, because originally he was only supposed to appear in Quantumania, Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the fact that we actually got to see Jonathan Majors play a version of him so early, phenomenal. 
and now we know how he's being introduced. Like, hey, he's not from this reality. But at the same point in time, like, he's still a bad motherfucker. He's still going to cause a lot of problems. So, yeah, I mean, he controls everything. Yeah, so, I mean, 9 out of 10. I loved it. I I was coming home from work every Tuesday night, waiting until 2 to watch it. All right, DJ, so, your score? All right, so my first thing when I was looking at this is, like, when it comes to hero television shows, there's not been too many that I've really just enjoyed to sit down and really just watch. But when it came to Loki, as Dakota said, I found myself every week waiting. Me and you would be up till 2 in the morning waiting for it to drop, and then sometimes we'd literally come back and discuss the episode because the series was just that exciting. Like, I, I liked the way that it was so compelling and, like, Every episode dropped you with something where you had to come back. There, there wasn't no watching an episode and then me next week forgetting that this series was going on. Like, the series stayed in my mind the whole week. I feel like they just did a really good job at capturing the storyline, too, and the way they're introducing everything. Like, as y'all said, how this is going to, you know, put, put, like, the future for us in the Marvel Universe. This is literally laying the grounds for it right here. And, like, I really enjoy the way that they're doing this, especially with a character like Loki. As somebody who shouldn't be just a huge main character, but they're turning him into something way bigger, and I love seeing that. So, honestly, I'm going to give it a 9.5 because I have big balls. No, no, DJ wants to give it a 10 because it's a pumping up, pumping fuzz. Pumping fuzz with your yeah. – No, not the pumping. If it wasn't for Loki, he was probably trying to have sex with himself. It might get a little better, but, you know, Thor's my main man. Like, we're best friends. Talk to dude every day. Calls me when I wake up and shit. So, like, this is brother. I'm going to go ahead and score a shit good, you know? All right. I, I feel that. Shout I think that was a good way. Thor. I think that was a good way to put it, though, you know, you're in, on your uh, on your final score review. I, I really like that. Um, yeah. Uh, so, what's that? Put, that puts dudes next door at what? Uh, Dakota, you're the math guy here. You're, uh, okay. You're so, final, you're the final score, man. 27.5 out of 30. So, the average is going to be a 9 point. One eight. Nine point one. Dude's next door gives Loki a nine point one. We're not gonna go too far into rounding up or anything. We're not your fucking math teacher. Yeah, just we're give it a nine. A, we're giving we're it a nine. Down. No, we're gonna give it a nine point one. We're gonna give we're not rounding up, we're not rounding down. Nine point one. That's fair. Take one it quick, and love it. One quick well, maybe one or two quick questions before we go. Um, do you guys think that they'll be able to match Kang's hype? Like uh, match it to Thanos? See, I was just sitting here thinking about that because you got to think, you know, Thanos was an animated character that they brought in that was fucking massive. Like, it, first off, it didn't even take just his magical powers and shit that he possessed, but, like, the dude, you, you looked at him and you're like, you know what? He looks like he might fuck you up. Mm-hmm. Whereas Kane, I mean, what, what I got from Kane is his face, he looks like a fucking psychopath. So, some of his facial reactions, I love the way that he acted when he was talking. And I, I feel like the character is going to be able to be played out very well in an aspect as a uh, crazy, over crazy, like uh, overpowered magical being. <laughs> so, I don't feel like he'll have this raw power aspect like that. So here's the thing: is Thanos because he wasn't human, his height was eight three. Uh, in the comic books, he's roughly six seven. Uh, King the Conqueror is slated as six three. So, are you talking? Are you talking height? Yeah, height. Oh, oh, you mean like, like? I said height. Oh, dumbass. hype. 
I thought you said hype. You're googling their hype. No, yeah. Google. I'm, I'm talking about hype. Listen, listen. This is a. This is just another free willy problem. Okay. <laughs> no, this is just you doing stupid <laughs> shit. You and your it's, dumb facts. Look, I usually support your facts, but this one I'm not. We're gonna have to get a button you. button on the little board, so every time Dakota does that, it's just a little jingle that comes on. It's Dakota's dumb facts. <laughs> Dakota's dumb facts. But yeah. Um, with see the thing, the thing I really like about the difference between Kang and Thanos in this in this particular way is that in with Thanos, we just seen him at the end of a couple of movies turn around and grin. You know, we didn't see a whole lot of Thanos before uh, Avengers. You know, Infinity War. Uh, you heard about him quite a few times, but I love the way that Kang is introduced more so. Uh, that there's other variants of himself, and this one is uh, the one, you know, the one who remains, and just being able to see him. The actor act out as a different variant of Kane the Conqueror is so good. And I think that's such a good introduction. And Thanos was built up, you know, extremely well. Infinity War was is my favorite Marvel movie. It was done incredibly well. It had people all over the world talking about Thanos. They had no idea who Thanos was even before Infinity War, who aren't even Marvel fans. That's how it shows you how good of a job that they did on it. But with Kane, I just love his introduction so much more with just you know, playing a different version of, of Kane with the one who remains and uh, acting it so well. And I'm just really excited for where they go in the future. I agree. I agree. Uh, it's definitely a good chapter beginning on whatever they're going to consider this saga. <laughs> I'm going to say probably the multiversal saga. Yep. Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to I it. I can see that. I can see that. The uh, the multiverse is underway. Marvel has completely changed from Loki. Uh, like we said, dude, Dex Dora give Loki a 9.1. 9.1 is so good. If you haven't watched it yet, please go and watch it. Please. We, we, this isn't like Black Widow where you should just watch it if you, you know, if you're probably if you're only a Marvel fan. Uh, that's probably about the only people I would recommend it to. This, if even if you're not, just go give it a watch. You don't really, there's not a whole lot of explaining it needs to be done. Uh, so please just give it a watch. Support it. And um, with that being said, guys, this has been Dudes Next Door. Always keep your phone on D&D. We've had such good growth. Thank everybody for shouting us out, giving us love on Facebook. We don't have socials yet, and people are supporting us, texting us, hitting us up. We appreciate all of it. And uh, with that, guys, just uh, go ahead and say goodbye to the audience. All right, y'all. I just wanted y'all to know that you can mix any kind of liquor with Sprite. Y'all have a good night. Uh, and like Devin said earlier, you know, we all appreciate the love and support. Hopefully we can continue this growth coming in the following weeks and months. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Shut up, Dakota. Shut up. Yay!